0: Welcome back, boys and girls, to another episode of Kayfabe Comparisons. My name is Mr. Know It All, Daniel John Schaefer, and I am joined, as always, by
1: the G Cast. Lush, Cast, how you doing, bro? Yo, yo, yo. Hey, now I am doing fantastic. But the question is, Daniel. How are you doing, my friend?
0: Uh, you know, I'm feeling a little older.
1: That, that's the kind of thing that happens these days, I guess. Happens. Uh, he had a birthday, ladies and gentlemen. I, I he had a birthday. It. He is an old piece of... That I will is, say that. that, true. that Daniel true. Daniel is. I am an old He is 59 old man. years old today. That is incorrect. Ladies and gentlemen.
0: Um, I am now in the absolute middle of my 30s, uh, being 35. It feels pretty nice, actually. Uh, I feel nice and fresh and froggy, if you will. Uh, And speaking of Froggy, it's going to bring us to today's episode. We're covering Crown Jewel 2019 against Anarchy Rules, an ECW pay-per-view from 2000. But before we do, you know what we do. We always talk about last week, our spooky edition. Uh, uh, It was Judgment Day 2002 versus Halloween Havoc 1997. I thoroughly enjoyed the episode. I got some decent feedback on that one.
1: What did you think, Cass? Oh, my goodness. It was the greatest. I say it every week. It, that one was the greatest. I know yeah. I'll never say it again. I'm never gonna say it again. Last episode, if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. I swear to God, I'll never say it again. Greatest episode of all time of any uh, podcast ever. Except for maybe this one. Well, I take Oops. that back. Let's, let's see. Let's <laughs> see what happens here. I'll get back to you next week. I'll get back and, to you. Next
0: and week. away we go. Here we go. So we're gonna That's dive right into it, man. Uh, crown jewel 2019. I actually didn't have a whole lot of time to take notes on the opening package here. Do you have anything uh, awesome or negative to yeah. say about the opening package and crown
1: jewel? I, I liked it. It was like an Epic, uh, newer type of opening, um, that I'm used to. Um, you spent a lot of time on, on the beginning of it on, uh, the Hogan and flair thing. And then it kind of went over into all the other things with Brock and, and Kane Velasquez can't sure. just say Kane. You can't say Kane. You got to you got to get the Velasquez in there. It's a new thing now in wrestling. Yeah. We used to just have one Kane. Now we have two. Yeah. Um, and then you know they went into the uh, the other big showdown, which was help me out here. What's what? Uh, but you know Ty- Tyson Fury. That's what I'm going yeah, for. Tyson Fury and Bronson. And, uh, and, and yeah, so they're they're focusing on all that big stuff. And man, it really felt like this was. This was like WrestleMania style uh, matches almost, you know? Yeah, they uh, yeah. Had, pretty big. Yeah, pretty yeah, cool. they sure. had some big stuff piled on. You're getting Hogan, you're getting Flair, you got Brock, you got Braun and his boxing guy. It's, you know, some of these guys aren't wrestlers, so you got like celebrities in it. It really felt like yeah. a WrestleMania. It was like, man, this is this is big. Um. And then you know you had a huge pyro. I don't know if you saw that, but they went they went big on the pyro. They I don't did, remember yeah. Crown Jewel, uh, the other Crown Jewel, but um, I, I'm sure they had pyro, and I'm sure it was it was quite similar. But I just I don't think I ever caught that, so I was really impressed with that. Like ooh, pretty fireworks, explosions. It was great. Um, yeah man and then and then they showed the crowd it was kind of it's kind of weird man being an, over here as an American to see that type of crowd and it was mostly men a lot of the men had their their garb on and it's a you you're in a different place you know so it felt yeah. it felt big and that's not a bad thing it just was different um And it felt it felt like, uh, you know, it felt like they're at this big overseas event and it felt cool. It felt cool. And then the first match uh, starts right away. And you see Brock Lesnar, the champion, um, come out and it's Brock versus uh, Cain Velasquez. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just dive right into it, man. Um,
0: I was really surprised that they put this match here. I thought for sure this was going to close the show. Like I was 100 percent certain it was going to close the show. Um, but they put it they put it on first, and
1: I some injuries kind of changed some stuff around. Somebody had an injury.
0: Uh, that's very possible. It makes yeah, sense. I don't know um,
1: it was. Um, but one of them had an injury, and they had to kind of throw an audible and change the the length of the match and change where it was on the card. Is the last I I saw.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, well, I mean, I I felt it felt I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the fact that it was short and quick, and it felt a little bit more like a shoot fight yeah uh, and the crowd was hot for it uh again like honestly the the amount of time like this was almost uh almost like that Goldberg match uh, that he had with like I think it was like Kevin Owens where he just like came out and hit a spear and a jackhammer and that was it you know what I mean like yeah. that's, that's all you needed to do he like, did that a bunch of here.
1: times yeah he kind of did that a bunch of times with a bunch of people
0: yeah like lead, <laughs> well was... I mean I'm talking about this, this past WWE run like this right, most right, recent. Right. yeah yeah okay. um but yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was, I thought it was good. I, again, like to me, the selling point was that it was just quick because I was really dreading having to watch like a really long main event of this. Uh, but they, I, th- I feel like they did a really good job, kind of like doing a work shoot style, uh, and I enjoyed it. Uh, the crowd was super hot super into it. Cool. I gave it two and a, two and a half stars, so like a C plus, uh, yeah, so a B minus. Uh, what did you think about What did you think about Brock Lesnar versus Kane Velasquez?
1: Yeah, man. So right away, I'll talk about Kane. I'm gonna compare him to a match that you know we'll get to later. Um, I, I thought Kane looked a lot more comfortable in the ring, even though we didn't see him that l- much in the ring. It was a very short match, as you said. But uh, compared to Tyson th- Fury, uh, Tyson will get to it, but he seemed way more greener, um, than than Kane. And Kane just seemed to get it a little bit more. Yeah. I will say, though, that, um, another cool thing that commentary said was this is the first time for somebody to debut in a match and the match be for the world title. And at that point I was thinking, man, it'd be really cool for Kane to just win this. I know some people would be outraged and I mean, maybe if it did happen, I would have probably, maybe I would have thought something different. I don't know. But in, in the back of my mind, it's like, man, that's a cool thing to have you know just to, because it's hard to do new things in wrestling it's kind of like recycling things over and over so you know here's an opportunity to have a new thing somebody debut and win the title um that's not the way they went Brock ends up win, winning but uh I, and we've talked about it before man so this match as you just said was an MMA shoot style match and I, I like bringing the shoot style, the MMA style, into wrestling because that's kind of modern day. You know, UFC is here. People like UFC. Wrestling's always evolving, and I think it's a good way for wrestling to evolve. And that one guy from NXT, and it slips my mind, he doesn't wear shoes. He has long blonde hair. Um, uh, uh, Riddle, Matt Riddle. Riddle, thank you. He does a really, <sighs> really good job of Blending the style of MMA and wrestling together, and making it look like a shoot, uh, making it look like he can get a, you know, get an armbar in at any time, or get a chokehold in at any time, or or knock somebody. I, he just does a really good job at. But he he kind of fuses it with wrestling enough to where it's a great wrestling match. They kind of just went full on fake MMA, like it, they were trying to do a fake UFC fight. It was almost like. This could have been in the octagon, and one of them was trying to, you know, throw the fight for a lot of money or something. You know, it was like they really yeah. were like, like. How the match ends is Kane kicks him in the head and then Brock goes down and Brock tries to fall down. Like they were really, really trying to do a UFC style shoot match, but worked. They were working an MMA MMA fight. So it took a lot away from it because (laughs) I, and I've said it before when we've talked about Riddle, I've given Riddle an A. I gave him an A one time because I, I said I really liked the MMA style worked into a wrestling match, but. This was different because this was just straight up MMA as a work. No wrestling involved. It was just straight, you know, both men were, Dukes were up the whole time and which was cool in a way, but it's definitely not going to get like an A or even a B for me. But it was exciting, and I like that it was quick, and and I like the finish. He, whether somebody was hurt and that changed things or not, I think this was the best way to do it. You know, Kane's got a win on Brock in a real shoot fight, and now Brock gets the win here. Kane kicks him in the head, goes for you know the punch out, but then in that Brock gets the Kimura locked in, gets him tapped out. Um, I, I gave it a I gave it a C to a C plus. I, I I enjoyed it. I think this was. Probably the best way to do it, honestly. I mean. Yeah, that, but that's, that's. I mean, that's that's
0: kind of where I'm at with it too. I mean, yeah. it, again, like, I mean, I know I've like said it every time we've talked about the match thus far, but like the, the length of it, the fact that it was, I mean, what was it like? Yeah. Three and a half minutes, maybe? Like.
1: I think. Um, uh, I thought I wrote it down, but I think it was even shorter than that. I thought it was like two thirty, maybe. Yeah, but, yeah. I
0: mean, that's that's still that's, that's that's a solid amount of time to pull off that kind of vibe. Uh, and I thought it worked. It was two ten.
1: Two minutes yeah, and
0: yeah seconds. I thought I thought it worked and I thought that like you know it, there's definitely room for return matches there you know yeah. so uh, yeah I mean I, I, overall bringing the guy in for for, for this storyline and everything like it was a success for sure oh. um, yeah let's move on over to, to anarchy rules from 2000 uh, Joey Styles and Joel Gudner kind of intro was pretty great and epic uh, the opening package was pretty generic. Uh, but you know, it was 2000, so you can't really judge too much into that because even the WWF packages in 2000 look like they're from 2000. So, uh, yeah, man. I mean, I enjoy Joel Gertner quite a bit too. Um, he's just a funny guy. He's one of my favorite character guys from the ECW days. Uh, and I thought he did a pretty good job of bringing some ha ha here. Uh, what did you think about this open with Joey styles and Joel Gertner and all that?
1: Yeah, man, a very raw ECW opening where you just have Joey in the ring, and then you have, I called him Dude with Neck Brace because I couldn't think of his name because I don't really know who that guy is, but he did some little poem about how he sleeps with women of different (laughs) color and all that, and how he did this little poem or whatever, and yeah, it was ha-ha, then they went with their kind of classic ECW opening. And, uh, and then they went on to the to the match. So not much to the opening, but very ECW. Yeah,
0: yeah. So the first match here was uh, was Danny Doring and Roadkill versus Joey Matthews and Christian York. Um, I think they were the they we calling themselves. Um, but yeah. Anyway, Danny Doring sucks. I, bad I'm, I'm not really boys. into him. He just yeah. I feel like he was. Uh, I feel like Danny Doring was really like just stiff and robotic and rigid. And I know that he like a lot of people really enjoyed his work, but I never did. I always felt like he kind of had this like robotic feel to him that just didn't didn't work to me. Um, I like the other three guys, but as a whole, this match just wasn't very good. Uh, it was pretty much just kind of a straight squash. Uh, but it was short again, and to me, that's that's fine. The mo- the post match stuff with uh with the Swinger and Diamond wasn't bad. Uh, but it wasn't enough to kind of save the rating on the match, in my opinion. I gave it one star, so a D, uh, maybe a D plus at best just because it was short. So, I mean, you did kind of achieve your goal of of getting, you know, the baby faces over. Uh, what did you think about Danny yeah. Doring and Roadkill versus Joey Matthews and Christian York?
1: Man, I-, I didn't know any of the guys in the ring, never really seen them before. Um, for Joey. Not Joey. Not. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, Joey. Yeah. Yeah. Joey, yeah. Joey Joey oh, Joey Matthews. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. 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 But most of the other guys didn't really know him. Um, and it just wasn't my type of match. And when I say didn't really know him. I mean, yeah, that's kind of what I meant. Sorry. Um, it just wasn't my type of match, man. Uh, there was really not a lot of selling, and they just kind of went like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Um, Roadkill, dude, gets the win. Uh, I'm right there with you. Uh, gave it a D. A Dor- Dorian and Roadkill got the win. Yeah. Um. Not my. I just. Yeah. Not my type yeah. of match, man. This yeah, was like. Yeah, yeah. Hard I mean, same watch. for me. It yeah. was, I mean, it was hard, hard to watch for me, but it wasn't an F. But yeah. It just was kind of just a match. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That, exactly. That makes any
0: sense. Exactly. So, but, but to be fair, yeah. you know, in, in ECW, like at this point, they don't really have a whole lot of TV like viewers, and I feel like their TV time slot is it's not national. Uh, and so, oh, right. like on the, so the pay-per-views, like they're just kind of like regular cards. Like you're still gonna have just some filler matches on pay-per-views because they didn't yeah. have. It's not like they had Monday Night Raw, you know. Uh, but yeah, moving on over to uh, the current day products. Match number two was really a series of matches. Um, it was the Tag Team World Cup, uh, and the opening, the opening two teams here are the Lucha House Party versus uh, Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler. Uh, and that part really wasn't bad. I mean, there was some pretty good action. I, I really enjoyed their exchange they had back and forth. I thought that uh, Rude and Ziggler did a great job, um, especially kind of getting the win there. And then Riders and Hawkins come out, and they kind of get a, 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 little, a little squash. Um, yeah. You know, they, they didn't really get very much time, but it was nice to see them get their little pop, and that was it. I think that kind of works for that team anyway. It's almost like part of their gimmick that they lose so quickly. Uh, they, somehow hey. they've managed to get over his jobbers, which is kind of cool.
1: You're right. That's a good point. That I haven't really kind of put together. I will say, though, I just kind of want to jump in as we go through here with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, This is a gauntlet, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's that tag team turmoil, um, which I ended up really liking. Hey, Dolph and Rude and then also Ryder and Hawkins – those guys, which we keep saying, and it won't happen, it's like, dude, go to AEW, go to Impact, yeah. or even go to NWA. Like, what are you guys doing here, man? Yeah. Like, why are y'all in some tag teams? Just go. Yeah. You'll be okay. Now I'm yeah. at the point where I thought before, like, it, it might not be a good idea to do it. I think with the success now that we see with AEW, it's a good time to do it. Dolph, Rude, Ryder, Hawkins, go. Get out of here. Leave. But to talk about the match, I thought that that first one, like you said, I'm right there with you. Bam, bam, great. Rude gets a DDT for a win. And then where were we? We were with uh, Ryder and Hawkins. Yeah, it's a kind of a, a quick little uh, little uh, squash match, as you said. Rude pins Ryder. And then what's next? I think it's Heavy Machinery. Is that what comes out next?
0: Yeah, we had Heavy, heavy Machinery and... then actually got, got almost got like an actual match out of the thing yeah and they slowed down and it was actually surprisingly not bad for what it what it was yeah down yeah, yeah, yeah. which was good uh, I mean it, it wasn't like you know clinic or anything but I feel like for those two teams you know what I'm saying for like for like uh you know Ziggler and rude and then heavy machinery like that's probably, I think it's about as best as that match could have been even outside of like a turmoil I think like you know what I mean it was a pre- it was a pretty solid little match yeah. um yeah and then and then they actually got the win over Uh, Rude. Heavy Machinery got the win over Rude. Uh, And then New Day essentially kind of gives them another couple minutes uh, and then they advance. Uh, You know, New Day gets the win over Heavy Machinery. Uh, So then it was the B team and New Day. And then we had essentially, the B team pretty much served the same purpose as Ryder and Hawkins where it was just really a glorified squash that kind of came in real quick. Uh, And then they're kind of right back out. Uh, And then out comes the revival. And this part of the match was probably the best but i felt, felt like they they i mean they had a really good really good exchange i actually wish that that part had been a bit longer um but you know i love a revival spot for that team for sure um and then the oc makes their entrance uh the original club whatever people call them you know dude honestly i feel like the way they moved through this they ate up enough time on the card but it never really felt like it was too long because they kept teams advancing um so you know, I know Cass is probably going to poo-poo on it, but I actually really enjoyed the way they set it up. I thought they kept it moving, and I liked that the OC ends up getting the win and going over without necessarily having to be a tag champions. They still have something they can lay claim to with AJ as the leader as the US champ. So I think overall, it was that was the best team to have won it. Um, I gave it two and a half stars, so a solid C plus to a B minus. Um, what did you think about the you know the rest of that tag team cup?
1: Man, you were. Completely wrong, my friend. I gave it a B plus. Oh, wow. I enjoyed the whole saga of this wow. whole team, cool. this whole story of the tag team turmoil. I think they did a great job. They they really nailed it on the lengths of each match. Every uh, some of them were a little bit longer and slowed down. Some of them, some up like there was two of them, two or three that were just straight up squashes, and there were reasons why they were squashes. It was this was like. Man, you could tell that Bruce Pritchard's there. You could tell. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not going to give the the credit to somebody when I don't know, but it felt like yeah. some genius minds. I don't know. Pat Patterson could have been back there putting this thing together. I mean, maybe it was Sean and Triple H because I know they're sitting in Gorilla, but, man, somebody, a genius mind. It, it felt like a, it was a genius with their pot of stew all this these might be the like
0: teams. Yeah, dude, to have like to have like a one-match tournament, this might be the best time they've ever pulled that off, like yeah. in the history of this company. I think that this was probably the best best one. Like,
1: yeah, and I was I was watching it thinking, like I said, this is like a big stew of of all these tag teams, and they just killed it, man. They knew when to put one in after another, and they they literally they they lined them up perfectly. They everything just worked out so perfectly where the OC and the OC. Wins, which I thought was the perfect winner. Uh, everything was was pretty spot on. I liked it. I gave it a B plus. It was almost an A. And then I'm thinking, man, they should do this more often, man. Tag Team Turmoil. And I hear that they did this last year. And I was like, oh, I don't even remember that. Well, last year's obviously wasn't as good because I don't yeah. remember it. But this one, how they did and it just proves that the way they did it this time was was pretty spot on. And I, I really enjoyed it. It was really a story like they told yeah. this long story, but yeah. it was chopped up in little, little matches. So it didn't seem long. And it felt right. like this. You went on a roller coaster ride up and down, up and down. It, it was something I really enjoyed. And it's almost like a trick they pulled off to. Yeah. To make it fun. I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but I, yeah, no, I know
0: exactly what you mean. Yeah, I I I, that and that's—I completely job. agree. Yeah, I really enjoyed that match. I thought they yeah. did a really good job of putting it together. The right teams at the right times got like the minutes they needed. I felt right. like, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it was really designed really well. I, I totally agree. Uh, so let's go ahead and hop over to uh, the ECW show match number two here. Before we get to the match though, the Cyrus like Gertner angle was kind of painful to watch here wasn't really into that at all, and I really didn't remember Spike being like a commissioner or in a commissioner role, and that didn't really make sense to me either, Um, so I just kind of like tried to put it together and tried to make sense of it, but I couldn't. Uh, Anyway, let's just move to the the match itself. Uh, Match number two is Easy Money versus Kid Cash, Uh, and man, okay, look, these guys are really talented. Uh, Kid Cash had some fantastic matches in TNA a few years later uh, with guys like Jerry Lynn and... Uh, I think, actually, I'm pretty sure he had a pretty good match with CM Punk when Punk was in TNA. Uh, yeah, a I like
1: Cash. I liked Kid Cash. Yeah,
0: Cash is a great wrestler, uh, and so is Easy Money. Remember, we covered that, uh, that Greed pay-per-view. It was, like, one of the first pay-per-views that we covered on the show, like, the 2001 WCW one, and he was Jason Jett. And he was like that opening guy. And I liked him. You're oh, like, oh, no, okay. this guy's trash. I hated it. I didn't like him at all. He had, remember he had the weird tights where he had just like one leg that had like tights and the other side was like regular singlet or whatever? Yeah,
1: okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. You, you, you hated
0: that match and you're probably going to poo-poo on this one too. And that's fun. Yep. Uh, but these, these guys, are, these guys are, are really talented. But there wasn't a whole lot of psychology. This to me was the beginning of Spot Monkeys. Like this was just a, uh, like a straight up like the athleticism Man. was good. The athleticism was good and the spots were great, but there was no story behind it. Um, it was the second match on the card, though. You know what I mean? And, and this is the year 2000, so at this at this point, this is this is a spectacle. You know what I mean? Like the spot monkey thing hadn't really happened yet. You know what I mean? Like this, was, this now. I'm not saying it was a good thing, but at least for the time, it was original. Again, I'm not saying that's a good thing, but at least for the time, it was original, and the crowd was really hot for it. Um, it wasn't my type of match. I like more story. I like more emotion behind it. Uh, and honestly, if, if, they had, if they had done the same spots and just taken a little bit more time to sell and put a little bit of air between those spots, uh, it would have been a lot more to me. Uh, but the finish was good. Uh, um, and, I, and, you know, it, it was, again, the athleticism and the work rate was great, but there just wasn't enough emotion and enough storytelling for me. So I gave it a C-. minus just because the athleticism was good uh, but but you know the story really wasn't. What did you think about easy money versus kid cash?
1: Okay, first off, I feel like I just need to say like you seem like you actually watched this stuff back in the day and you saw ACW. I, yeah. I never saw ACW a day in my life ever ever. This is the first time I'm seeing this and I was not even remotely watching this, this when it happened. This is the first time I'm seeing this pay per
0: and I was, yeah, I was really watching ECW more a couple years before this, like '97, '98, right. maybe a yeah. little bit of '99, but I definitely didn't watch this this show in 2000.
1: I, I I didn't watch any of it. I like it. I like. I mean, I love the documentary, but I feel like I always say that I like the documentary about it. Um, but man, I, I will say on the whole spot fest thing. You know, WCW kind of was doing the whole spot fest thing with the cruiserweight, but they were they had more selling to it and it made a little bit more sense than stuff like this was more of that beginning of the indie style. As you're saying it was, it is the beginning of the indie style spot fest where, and that's what ECW really felt like. It felt indie and they did that, you know, the stuff that's still kind of going on today. Um, not my cup of tea, man. I didn't think it was a good match. I thought it was just, it was what I call the ECW trash, and the reason I didn't watch ECW and the reason I don't like to go back and watch ECW, uh, Cash, uh, Kid Cash wins. The, I gave the match a D man, because this, the stuff they did, it's impressive. I mean, like you said, yeah. it, it's, it's cool to see it's impressive, yeah. but, I don't like that. I don't like it when Ricochet has matches like that, and I don't like it even back in 2000 when people have matches. This I don't. I'm not. I'm not comparing this to a Ricochet match and what Ricochet does. Uh, in a way, I, I'm comparing it. If I whatever, it doesn't matter. But I, I give it a D. I get. I don't. What did you give? Would you give it a? a I see. You got it see. Okay. I mean yeah. we're. We're not too so far similar, off on it. So similar, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah They're a little bit more off. than me, but yeah, I just, I just didn't like it. And you know what? A, a little bit of this may be that I don't know much. I know who Kid Cash is, and I know who Easy Money is, but I, I don't know them that well. I don't know right, them right, like right, I right, know right. other people. I have, I literally have, n- yeah. Like even though I know, I feel like I really know Kid Cash. Honestly, I haven't, I probably haven't seen ten Kid Cash matches. So I, he's probably one of the most people I know out of the whole show. Oh, I'm sure you have. I'm sure you have, man. You were Maybe. watching SmackDown back in the day too. He was, a, you know, he was yeah. on SmackDown for a little while. Too, so. I, yeah, oh, yeah. I know. I know. I I have a toy. I have a toy. Kid Cash, I believe. Um, yeah. You know. I mean, uh, I I don't know. I just don't know any of them that well, and and I feel like that kind of hinders it a little bit for me. But yeah, I try not to let that take away yeah. on their trade. But over, I mean, that's the best I could give it, man. Just I'm not a fan, but that's fine, but, man. It's okay. Let's. Move yeah, on. Let, uh, yeah, I'm man. I excited mean, to go on the crown jewel.
0: Yeah, man. Let's uh, let's speaking of guys that you're not really familiar with, let's go ahead yeah. and dive into that match number three here. Exactly. It's, uh, it's Cesaro versus Mansoor. What? Uh And man, dude. Okay, this is a case of like I only have like four lines here because it pretty much says I was really impressed with this match. Cesaro did such a damn good job of carrying the match and also like Monsor did his part too. I'm not saying have he was have you ever like,
1: seen Monsor before?
0: Never. Okay, I think me. I mean I saw him in that battle royal last time when he won. We and we covered that in that oh, large okay. battle royal remember. from <laughs> Crown know. Jewel. The last Crown Jewel that we covered. Um I do remember that. So that's the guy who won? Yeah, same guy. I don't think he's oh, I mean, okay. I think he's had a couple like NXT matches since then, but I'm I, I could be totally wrong. I don't know if he has or not. Um, I feel like I've seen him on NXT, uh, but it hasn't been in a prime spot at all. He's been like yeah. jobbing out to Lars confident. Sullivan or whatever.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, man. So like, but dude, I thought it was just, the crowd was so hot, like so hot that it felt old school. You know what I mean? Like it was like, it was real to them. You know what I'm saying? Like it felt, the crowd was so yeah. hot that it yeah, was gonna... like very almost like 80s style wrestling. Like they were really into the emotion, the ups and downs, the oohs and ahs, the near finishes, I mean, it was big. And Monsor did a fantastic job. His facials were great. The selling was really good. Cesaro is probably pound for pound the, one of the best wrestlers in the world, if not the best wrestler in the world, dude. Every time, I feel like we end up covering his like We covered one of, that, one of him on the NXT UK show, too, and it was just phenomenal. Like, this dude yeah. is just – doesn't matter. He can wrestle no names, which he's, he's been doing, especially on our show, and he just kills it every single time. Uh, they really had me locked in, man. I, I mean, not not too many notes just because I enjoyed it so much and I was just so wrapped up in it monso actually got the win after the moonsault and it made sense it made yep. sense for him to get the win there they did a great job leading us there this is the complete opposite of the easy money kid cash thing sure there were some high spots but not nearly as many and the story was just 15 times better Wrapped I me mean, right into it man i mean i yeah i gave this three and a half stars this is easily an a minus to a you know, b plus at worst a minus at best uh what did you what did you think about cesaro versus monso here
1: Man, uh, I'll keep going on your comparison to the ECW one. Yeah, man, there were some high spots. We saw, you know, the moonsault from uh, Monsoon. I think he did a, a suicide dive or, or something, maybe. But yeah. there were some high spots. Um, my, I said Monsoon. I meant mon, Monsoor. Monsoor?
0: Yeah, Monsoor, yeah.
1: Monsoor. It's Sorry just like monsoon, it monsoon, monsoon, except with an R instead with of an N at, at the end. All right um yeah but yeah the high spots made sense it wasn't you know they did it in a and with psychology and with selling and they did it the right way um another dude i was right on the money with you dude one of my notes is uh never because i don't i didn't remember that battle royal so i said never never have seen uh mansoor before but uh, he doesn't look green at all how is this possible The kids like, look great. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking, how is this possible? You know, obviously, it's it's a bit possible because you have Cesaro, one of the greatest in the world. Um, one of the greatest of all time, honestly. I mean, he's just one of the great—he's just—as uh, a ring technician, he's up there with, like, the uh, Owen and Brett and Sean and people like that that are just, you know, technicians in the ring. Uh yeah, you know, uh, Ricky, the dragon people that are just killing it in the ring. I mean, Cesaro is one of those people. Um, perfect. Um, I, I, at first my first note was here's our cool down match. Little did I know this was gonna just take the crowd where they were on that high note for that tag team turmoil and keep them there because Mansoor, it's crazy to say, but I mean, he was like their Hulk Hogan. The crowd was yeah. into it. I mean, he was, he was their guy. They wanted it so bad but you know, in the back of their mind, they're probably thinking, "There's no way he's a he's not really known." You know, if there was yeah. marks out there that are from Saudi Arabia, that they're still marks. They know. Yeah. You know, there's no way he's yeah. nobody knows them. They know I don't know who that is. And it was a great win, and it made sense, and it's why people love wrestling for these upset upsets. It made the near falls awesome, and this yeah. is why. Uh, near falls are awesome because yeah. sometimes it's not a near fall you think it is, but Monsour wins, and then he gives a yeah. great emotional interview at the end. Man, I gave it a B plus. That's the that's the yeah. second B plus in a row. Yeah, um, we're we're
0: kind of in the same boat here, man. I mean, yeah, I mean, I gave that one a B plus, and I gave the last one yeah. a C plus. So it's still, we're like, I mean, we're doing, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean this 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 dude this crown jewel is surprisingly like much much better than I anticipated it being. Yeah, I, I uh, don't
1: think I liked the last crown jewel. Oh so, no, uh, it was
0: off. It was garbage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I remember it was like it was supposed to be Goldberg versus Undertaker, and he like knocked yeah. himself out or whatever. Yeah. The whole show was oh, so bad, dude. And
1: everything was bad. And, yeah, everything was yeah. bad. This, yeah, dude, remind this, me. This match was so damn
0: good, dude.
1: Yeah, it was. It was. But what was what was going over there on the ECW side? Was it was it Joel Gertner and Cyrus now?
0: Yes, the- it's Joel Gertner and Cyrus. What's going on? Uh, In a match, first it was of all, two it was, minutes. Yeah, yeah. It was, first of all, that's way too long. This match should have been 45 seconds tops. Uh, they actually tried to make a match out of it
1: for some stupid reason um it was 10 seconds shorter than the Brock Lesnar match by the way
0: yeah yeah it was not good uh you know and and <laughs> the, the, the post the post match stuff with Sandman was good uh honestly like I it's better than having to deal with watching a full Sandman match so if I'm gonna get Sandman on an <laughs> ECW show this is perfect like the crowd gets hot he gets involved he gets to put beer on some boobs it's funny like you know what I mean like this is the yeah. ECW. like You got everything you needed to get out of the Sandman character for this show, and and I didn't have to sit through a Sandman match. To me, that's a success, but the Sandman part is the only part that was a success. The Cyrus versus Gertner actual match, big fat goose egg for me, solid zero. I don't want to talk about it anymore. What did you think about Cyrus versus Gertner?
1: That's it. Let's move on. I don't have anything else to say. Solid goose eggs
0: all around on that one. Uh, and man, speaking of goose eggs. Okay, let's jump back over to Crown Jewel. Uh, we had Byron uh, interviewing Rollins, and he cut a pretty great promo on Bray Wyatt. Um, I th- I mean, he's, he, he was he looked it was a good promo. I, I was pretty impressed. Um, I gotta say, I, and I even wrote this in my notes. Like I know I just said it, but like I really enjoyed this show. Like I'm really enjoying the show so far. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like even made a dash and was like, I gotta, I want to point out that like thus far we're almost right. halfway through. And then uh, and then the next match happened, and it was absolute yep. garbage. It was Braun yeah. Strowman versus Tyson Fury. It sucked so, so bad. I don't even, like, it was, it, it wasn't, like, botchy, It was just clunky, uh, right. and there wasn't even very much interaction. It was, like, more, like, uh, almost like the Halloween Havoc, you know, the show we covered last last week when we were talking about how, like, Hogan and Roddy just didn't touch for, like, the longest time. And I know back in their heyday, like, that would, like, build suspense. Or, like, at WrestleMania 18 with, like, Hogan and the Rock because the crowd was so raucous. They didn't touch each other for, like, a solid two minutes. Right. Well, but that was, made sense. Right. But they they were trying to do that here. And, the, dude, first of all, neither one of you are that over. Like, you're just not. Like, I mean, it, it is what it is, especially not there. And it just – it wasn't – god, it was just awful. And then it was a count-out victory, and Tyson Fury is the one that got the count-out victory. It doesn't make any sense. It did nothing but hurt Braun's character. And Tyson Fury is not he's leaving. He didn't sign a long term deal. Like what like what this was really bad, really stupid. It was part of negative one star. I literally would have rather watched Cyrus and Gertner as goose egg as that was than watch this match. Negative one star for me for this one. What did you think about Strowman versus Tyson Fury?
1: Man, Tyson had showed no skill
0: at professional wrestling.
1: Yeah. Um, you could tell if somebody has it, he doesn't have it, he will never have it. I yep. mean, he just doesn't have it. You can tell. I know he didn't have that much time to train, but still you either have it or you don't. He did not get it. He looked he looked like a backyard wrestling twelve year old. He did look he he was it was so bad, it was so stiff, he just did not get the concept of of professional wrestling and selling. And there's an amount of selling, a minimum of selling that you have to do, no matter if you're Brock Lesnar who doesn't sell that much, or Braun Strowman, or or whoever. There's a there's a little type of selling that you just have to have. I mean, even his lockup at the beginning of the match looked so bad. It looked like it looked yeah. like he didn't pay attention. I'm sure they said over and over again about that lockup and they tried to teach him how to do that lockup, but he just, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, go, go look at that match. And, and if you can't see what I'm talking about, you're crazy. It, it was just, I'm not going to go on and on, man. It, it went eight minutes uh, it long. Good, yeah. It went eight minutes long. And then uh, Tyson wins by giving him a punch, a big right hand. Um, and he falls to the outside and kind of, and you know, Braun not wanting to, you know, really just be knocked out and lay with his arms out to the side, which he kind of should have. I hate to say it, even though it sucks that Tyson Fury was, at, was look like he did, but instead he's like kind of groggling around and crawling around. And I didn't like that. I, I mean, the whole thing was bad, man. It was, it was, yeah, it was an F. I uh, didn't like it.
0: Yeah, man, and that's going to take us right back over to the ECW show. And I'm going to go ahead and take the lead here on the Baldies versus Balls Mahoney and Chili Willie. So, yeah, uh, you know, earlier you said during the Easy Money versus Kid Cash match that, like, you know, I think you were dead on the money when you said, like, yeah, that's right. Like, that did kind of, like, begin more the indie style and then, like, spot monkey thing. But then you said, like, the ECW Trash. Dude, that wasn't an ACW trash match. Like this match, this, this was an ACW trash
1: this match. Trash. This
0: is like this was just awful. Like, first of all, I've never ever enjoyed Balls Mahoney. I thought he's always been kind of trash. I just I don't know. Just big punches and kicks and chair shots. That's all this whole thing was. Lots of silliness, and some of the bumps were just scary for no good reason. Um lots of just you know, blood for the sake of blood. Uh, The powerbomb onto the row of chairs was just wicked, and it didn't really add anything to the match. It was just a bad bump to take for no good reason. Um, Super anticlimactic finish, too. Um, Man, I remember at this point, like, I wrote, I really hope this show gets better. Uh, Or there's no chance of me picking another ECW show. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, I I literally gave this another goose egg, man. What did you think about the Baldies versus Balls Mahoney and Chilly Willy?
1: It's funny that you just said that because I honestly was, like, thinking I-, I wanted to talk with you about it. Like, man, I don't I don't think we need to do ECW shows because, I mean, this and, – and honestly, I've seen it in a lot of the ECW shows. They just don't compare with the type of wrestling that we see in WWE, AEW, WCW. I mean, I just – and this matches again, man. It's one of the – it almost seems like those guys in balls, you know uh, – you know god bless yeah. balls mahoney but it seems like they they're they don't they weren't even trained as wrestlers no, I, agree. I don't I think agree, they man. were tra- i honestly don't think and they dude, were okay, trained so honestly, i think they like, just were hitting each other with weapons and, yeah. and taking bumps
0: and dude si- since we had like so since we've had like a past couple shows they've already they've been kind of rough like so i actually googled i was like top 10 best ecw pay-per-views and this was yeah. like number two or three on their like top best ever
1: and, and, and I was like, and that's why people from the WWE, you know, say they that you know, like Triple H has the, his say on it. ECW really wasn't that great, man. No, it was great in a lot of ways, man. It was great that Paul Heyman was able to take this small company and kind of put it in the running with WCW and WWE. But they were in a third place that was a mile away, and they had yeah. help from Vince McMahon, and we all know it. I mean, but the stuff that they were putting on in the ring, Was there was like one they 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 did great stuff, but it's like one match on the card, and then the rest you have to sit through people that probably weren't trained, and that's not Paul's fault. Paul didn't wasn't really paying them, so like he's got the bottom of the barrel, man. These guys are hitting each other with chairs, calling it in the ring. I mean, so it's kind of hard to compare this to something as polished as a 2019 World Wrestling Entertainment event. So yeah. it's kind of not fair, but uh, man, yeah, this was ungradable. It was in my in my view, it was very ungradable. yeah. It was a fat old goose egg for me for yeah. sure. Like, I, wish yeah, you, I, mean, I wish it was better, but it is in a way. I say that it's really fun to go back and watch it, man. It's on the network, and they put it on the network for a reason. It's history, yeah. and it's fun to watch it, and you get um. You get little gems every now and then and I Yeah, well I mean yeah
0: we're we're only halfway through. We've rated and
1: we've rated I say all that, but we've ECW hasn't done that bad in the past. It's just having a really bad day so far. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's
0: just having a bad day so far. They've
1: they've gotten close before on on winning the vote, but let's see what happens. Things could change and turn around quickly.
0: Well, yeah, after that negative star match from the Strowman and Tyson Fury, uh Hopefully, things turn around quickly on the Crown Jewel Show. And the next match here is Carrillo versus Styles. Uh, I don't know if this match was for the title or not. I think it
1: was for the U.S. title. It was. It was. It was. Okay. It was.
0: Um, You know what? I'm going to go ahead and let you take the lead on this one. What did you think about this one?
1: Yeah, man. So, um, again, people I'm not uh, familiar with is uh, uh, Carrillo. 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 Um, but he, he had some uh, impressible... Impressible. What about that? Have you ever heard of that before? Mm-hmm. I just made That's it up. A, Impressible. That. He had some impressive uh, moves, but feeding. And we'll get into that whole feeding thing later, and I'll show a good example of it, but he did kind of slow down in the way he would do his impressive moves, man. very these guys, Some of these guys that are very acrobatic and can do these crazy things, kind of throw their arms up and kind of you've heard me say it feed in and it doesn't look organic. And, right. and that's the main thing that I, when I'm, when I say feeding into each other, a better way of saying it is it doesn't look organic. So yeah. this at times didn't look organic. AJ looks organic and AJ is one of the best in the world. And it wasn't a terrible match. I actually ended up really liking it, but there was some times with a uh, Carrillo Currio. That he, he, Carrillo, um, he just wasn't—I don't know—wasn't wasn't as organic and. I think pumped. that kid's like 22. Yeah, yeah he just he just yeah. seems really young. Not polished yet, but yeah. that I did still give the match a pretty good a pretty good grade. Um, man, uh, shout out to the commentary though. Um, They did call AJ KG, and I feel like that's because they all listen to this podcast and they oh, know definitely, I'm KG 100%. I mean, what else could you – why else would they bring up KG? Um, you know, and with the OC on the outside of the ring, I kind of knew AJ was going to win, also with it being versus kind of a younger guy. um, yeah. But I don't think the OC really interfered that much. Uh, Carrillo, um, like I said, man, is, is impressive, but uh, he kind of does the same – and and it's not just him. It's like it's him and everybody else doing the same suicide dives. Yeah. Everybody's doing that suicide dive. Everybody's doing the flips. Everybody's kind of doing these things. And and it, it, I hate to hate on them because they're so impressive. They're so amazing. And and all of them do it and kind of and it looks so good. Like they're all you know back in the day you'd have a uh, uh man I forget his name. Uh, from uh, WCW, he would do the gainer off the top rope, and he oh, like, Billy
0: Kidman, yeah. Billy
1: Kidman, man, he'd do it sideways. One Shooting day he hits, yeah. he'd hit somebody in the throat. The next day, he'd fucking knee you in the face. But now everybody looks so perfect yeah. and so beautiful. I mean, but they're turning that in. They're turning all these high risk maneuvers, suicide dives. These The shooting star presses, the moonsaults, even the 450 splashes are turned into DDTs because everybody can do them. There's all these guys who have the same tights with the same belt loop going around their tights, even all the way up to the world championship position, all wearing the same looking tights, all doing the same looking moves, and they've turned. I never thought in a million years that a suicide – the Undertaker does suicide dives. Man, he's putting his – his, his forehead imprint into mats. I know that was like 10 years ago now, but still, it's adding up. It turned into a DDT. This is crazy. Back in the day, when I was a kid, if 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 the Macho Man jumped off the top rope with a double axe handle, this was the craziest thing we've ever seen in our lives. We couldn't believe it. He did a double axe handle off the top ropes, and now a suicide dive, a move called suicide dive is a DDT. A DDT. The DDT shouldn't even be a regular move. So to call that a DDT, it's just a a, a something on. I don't even know where I'm at. It's like it's it's just crazy. My mind's exploding. But that doesn't take away from the match. Uh, It was only 12 minutes long. Um, being only 12 minutes long, though, it must have slowed down enough to make me feel like it was a little too long. I was kind of surprised when I looked oh, up I the length. Oh,
0: like it was long for sure.
1: Yeah, when I looked up the length of it, I was like, oh, that kind of takes away up from it. Man, AJ wins with a phenomenal forearm. I like that it was just a phenomenal forearm. Like, he didn't go into a bunch of other shit, stuff. He kind of just killed it with the phenomenal forearm. Uh, after my rant of uh, all that, this the... New generation stuff that's happening today. I did give this match a B though. I thought AJ killed it, um, other than uh, the little bit of Carrillo not making it organic enough. Uh, I still think they squeak by with just a B, maybe a B minus at worst. But what'd you think about this match with AJ?
0: I was not nearly that generous, man. Uh, The match just wasn't, it wasn't, just wasn't great. It just wasn't, I mean, it felt really predictable. It felt like a uh, mid-card SmackDown match. Uh, Sure, AJ's great, but I don't feel like that's an excuse. Uh, I didn't even think Korea was bad, uh, but it was just so predictable, especially with having the OC out there. Something about it, yeah. It felt so predictable, and I almost, like, I almost knew it was going to be a little too long when it started. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, this feels like it's gonna go eight, you know, eight to ten minutes, and then it went twelve, and I was like, ah, I don't know. The Monsour match was just significantly better, uh, and to me, it just this match can't possibly get more than two stars, uh, so I'd say like a C minus at best. Um, yeah, that's that's all I'm gonna give it, man. I, I just you know. can't I can't give it more than two stars. That's all right. But yeah, let's move on well, over to the next match here on the ECW. And, uh, so this next match is going to be a little bit better than what we've seen so far. Um, well, before we get to the match, there was a lot, there's a lot going on with this Joel Gertner, like, storyline, and it just seems really weird to me. Uh, the Justin Incredible promo on Jerry Lynn wasn't bad once they actually got his audio going, which, again, like, blew my mind. Uh, and Lynn's promo, Jerry Lynn's promo was a little rigid, but not the worst for a guy who's, like, never really cuts promos, you know what I'm saying? Like, he got by, you know what I mean? Like... Yeah, uh, it wasn't a it wasn't a great promo, but the guys, I mean, you certainly don't know Jerry Lynn for his promos, uh, but that will take us to the next match. It is C.W. Anderson versus Steve Carino. Um, and I OK, so I kind of have like a love hate re- like relationship with this match, even as I was watching it, like I, like when they were in the ring. And just working, like without the chairs and the gimmicks, I loved it. I thought that they did a great job. Their like technical skill was sound. They had good chemistry. It was very like old school wrestling. Uh, and then all the chair stuff happens, and it's like this is just doesn't need to happen. You know what I mean? Like there's there's no reason to have this here. Uh, right. I kind of I kind of just wish that if the match had been a straight up match and not hardcore, I probably would have given it like a B plus. Um, but I get that, I mean, and I get that like chairs were popular at the time. And, but I don't know, it, it just didn't work for me. I mean, I, I again, I really did love the in-ring work without the chairs. Um, but you know, you, it's got, it's got to take away from the grade just because it's like it. I, I, it's almost like these guys like making it hardcore made this match worse. You know what I mean? Like these guys are good wrestlers, so it's like the hard like the, the chairs and the hardcore spots got in the way of them having a really good match. Um so I gave it two and a half stars. I gave it like a a C a solid C plus, uh maybe to a B minus, but it would have been a B plus without the chairs, man. Because the guys can work, thought they had good chemistry, and when they were just wrestling, the wrestling was really good and I really enjoyed it. What do you think about CW Anderson versus Steve Carino?
1: Man, you're pretty much spot on with where I was at. My main note is that it was like forced hardcore. It was like yeah ECW is really going for this yeah. hardcore stuff. And it didn't need to. And you know, you look back at knowing Chris Jericho had been through there, and Eddie, and and Ray, and why you know, I think Ray went through there, but yeah. um, Benoit, it, yeah. know, they did. And Benoit, I don't, I don't like to say his name, Daniel. No, I'm kidding. Um. They didn't have to force it. So it felt like it was like, man, just don't even do that. Do kind of like a Chris Jericho style ECW match where you don't do that. You just kind of kill it. And it felt like at this point, and maybe that's where they were at in 2000, where they're just, you know, they're trying to be ECW. And ECW means hardcore. ECW means extreme. And we're going to do it. It was very, the yeah, chairs over overdone. Um, I did, man, I mean, this was, maybe it's from me not liking any of the matches so far. I was kind of up on the match, though. Yeah. I, kinda, I liked it, so I was right there. I was giving it a happy C. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm pretty – not much to add on you. It was long, though. It was long. It was 12, 12 minute 12.47, so it was one of the longer it matches. It was a little
0: – I mean, it was a little bit longer than the Carrillo and Styles match, and I actually enjoyed this one a little bit more, just to be well, honest. I, um, I
1: can't say that, but it was – it was okay. It was good. It was it was more than okay, but you know what's uh what's next on the crown jewel card? I think
0: the next it's is the, the legendary match. The next is the T-shirt dress match. Hey. It is Lacey Evans versus Natalia. Uh, it is kind of crazy to me that these two are the ones that to kind of make history and have the first women's match in Saudi Arabia. Um. Uh, and honestly, man, there were some pretty impressive moments in the match. Uh, the crowd was really into it. Surprising, I thought they might boo, you know, just out of like, out of the. I thought they might boo out of the arena just out of like spite, or you know, I mean, sometimes political things can work against you. You never know. Yeah,
1: um, that would have been um, so weird, by the way, if that would have
0: happened. <laughs> yeah, oh, it would have been weird. It would have been really awkward, a especially, weird. especially like in, uh, yeah, especially like in the heart culture. Uh, but yeah, I mean, despite. Despite them wearing T-shirt dresses, the match was pretty damn good. I mean, you got the win, uh, and it's pretty incredible. Definitely the best Lacey Evans, like, in-ring work I've ever seen. Um, man, it's it was a pretty incredible moment, uh, and so that added to the match. Uh, I would have given the match overall like a C+, but I ended up giving it a solid B just because, you know, you're also making history. So, yeah, solid B from me. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised by what it was. Um, yeah, man, Lacey Evans, Natalia, what did you think?
1: Well, I, I'm, uh, I'm out of loss for words, so, almost. Um, I, I don't know what to say. I, I don't agree at all with that rating, man. Um, it was a historic match, and that was really cool to see. I was actually like really kind of excited to see this match out of all of them. Um, I thought it was crazy that they had to wear full body suits with a shirt on top of it to cover up the curvature of their of their bodies. Um, yeah, but that aside, I did not – that doesn't affect my grade. If you want to know what I – when I say feeding or not organic, watch this match. I mean, do, Natalia, who I love. And I respect and I give props to all the time. I always have wished they would have given her a better push and given her the title. Dude, she was trying to be so easy with Lacey because I guess Lacey's green. She was just not organic at all. Lacey was not they were just the 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 fake punches they were giving each other. I tried to show I tried to show somebody at my work, Hey, look at this man. They're at a... They're, look what they had to wear. I thought it was funny. I was like, look what they had to wear because they're in Saudi Arabia. I'm terrible. I was I was laughing because they had to wear shirts over their stuff. And they started – and they don't watch wrestling. They started watching it, and they said, Jesus Christ, this is the fakest stuff I've ever seen. And I usually hate when they say that, but, like, as I was watching it with them, I was, like, watching it in a different way, and I really felt like, ah, it is so bad. Like, this is so bad. Like, the match was so bad. Like, the way they were, like – swinging at each other for a missed punch the way they were like feeding into each other's reversals the it was it was almost one of the worst matches i think i've ever seen in in a really long time and i gave the match an f i did not like it i didn't like anything about it i thought both women were slow they were just not organic it was not wearing damn coveralls dude Ah eh, I mean, uh, man, I don't know, man. Kane wore coveralls his whole life. That's he what he. That's what I'm saying, that. though. That's what he wore every
0: single time he wrestled. Like you yeah, know, like, I don't
1: think that had anything to do with it. I mean, so you're I, telling
0: me that completely changing your gear for one match wouldn't affect your work rate? Of course
1: it not would. Not that bad. I don't think it would affect. Oh, your work rate. that's ridiculous. I think, I think, no, okay. there, this match wasn't f- to give it to bring to it give to give it an F. Class? Are you yeah. kidding me? out of your that, damn mind, dude. So You're, changing their, their twice outfit made it an F. No, changing dude, this is what outfit. you do. I figured eight out eight this is three.
0: what you do. You get one thing in your mind, and then you stick on that one thing, no, and then you just see. No, that's no, all you that. see. That's what bro, you do. Bro, okay, ask I any agree. of
1: your wrestling friends that, to watch this match. I guarantee okay. you they have to agree. This match is a bad match. I, would, I've talked to people. It's a bad match.
0: I mean, the reviews are that it's not a good match. I mean, I'm not the only one.
1: Changing their outfit makes
0: them yeah, but you're break. the you're the one saying that it was a bad match though. So I'm I'm saying that like I'm really? saying it was a pretty good match. And then that, like, yeah, sure it was slowed down. It could have been better the, than it was.
1: The, you're giving them a break for having long sleeves. I'm understand. not giving them a break.
0: I like the match as it is. I'm, I don't I'm know just saying about. About you're, you're the one saying that they're slowed down.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know how no, you hate it so No, I'm not saying they slowed down. I mean, the
0: overall consensus the I mean, is that it was a pretty I'm, good match. I thought the but, outfits I mean,
1: were silly. I don't think the outfits slowed them down. I think their, their style and the way they did the match was terrible. I don't think the outfits, had, the outfits were just a funny, a funny part. Like, it's funny that they had to wear a bodysuit and a shirt. Didn't slow them down. The, their work rate and their. I mean, it's non- going to
0: slow you down a little bit, though. It has to. Like that just has to.
1: And don't say I'm saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that that was funny, and then they sucked in the ring, is what I'm saying. I don't. I don't think that that's slowed them down. I think they I sucked. I disagree with that completely. Um. Yeah. Let's uh. Let's move back <laughs> over to the other side then. <laughs> what are you trying to be political correct over here? Were you
0: No, back? I just. I genuinely enjoyed oh, the match. I thought it was pretty good. And that's the thing too. It's so funny because they Who else have, okay, you say my wrestling friends, but like who else have you actually talked to about this match specifically other than somebody that you just admitted from your work that doesn't watch wrestling? And you just also admitted that you watched this a different way. Like you watched it than you normally watch matches. You said that.
1: I watched it normal, and then I went and showed somebody, hey, look what they had to wear as a joke, and they watched half the match right there and talked about how terrible it was. And then I went and I've asked, I'll say one other person that is a wrestling fan and they also agreed that it was a terrible, terrible match. So, I mean, yeah, that's not that many people. So, hey, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we'll poll 15 people and they all say it was great. I find it very, very hard to believe that people will think that this is a great match. I really do. I really do. But, hey, I'm not saying I'm I would I'm say right.
0: better that than an F. I wouldn't people. say great. I wouldn't say great. But better than an F for sure. Um Yeah, so the next match over here is the Unholy Alliance versus the FBI for the ECW Tag Team titles. Full-blooded
1: Italians, baby.
0: The full-blooded Italians. Yeah, so before the match, there was, uh, like, a really strange promo from the Unholy Alliance in the back with the Sinister Minister and all that just did, I don't know. I never thought, I I never even understood why that dude was in wrestling. It just doesn't make sense to me. It's always been so hokey and cheesy, like, it would have made sense if it was, like, 1986 for him to be in wrestling, but in, like, 2000, there's no reason um, to have a guy Who's like that,
1: that. you're talking about? I'm the sorry. Sinister
0: Minister, the guy, okay. you know, like, the manager guy. Just yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Super 80s to me, and it just didn't yes, make sense yes, at all. Yes, 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 yes. Um, yeah, I wasn't into that. Then Rhino cuts, like, a super profanity-laced promo on RVD, uh, and it was a little overkill, like, with the F-bombs and everything. Like, it was just a little stupid. Like, I don't know. I was like, come on, man. Like, the fact that you have to do all that to get your promo over is a little much for me. Um, but, yeah, let's just go right into the match. The Unholy Alliance versus the FBI. Uh, man, at this point, I'm totally over the chair shots. Like, I'm just completely over them in, like, the show. Like, I mean, it's just there. They're, I think there was, like, literally up to 30-something at this point, and we're in match six. It's just, like, there's no value to them anymore. It's like a chair shot is essentially is like a punch. It's it's even less than a DDT it's, or, or, or a or Dang.
1: Kick. There yeah, it's,
0: just, it's it's nothing. It's just it's nothing good. at all. Um, I'm about halfway through the match, uh, and then like it, all of a sudden it became a normal tag match. It's like a tornado halfway, and then like all of a sudden they just decided, oh, well, maybe I'll go to my corner and pretend like it's a real tag match now. That I really hate that. What is um, that? Yeah, I don't know, man. Dude, okay, so look. Everyone in this match is good. They're all good wrestlers, but this to me, this is the one match on the card where this is the worst booking ever. Like the way they set this match up, whoever the agent was, whoever booked this, the, the the outcome, the way this match was supposed to play out, sucked. It was total chaos. It made no sense. It was confusing from the beginning to the end, and it just wasn't for me at all. I gave it half a star, a D minus, and the only reason why I didn't give it an F is because everybody in the match is a good wrestler. That's it.
1: Man, I'm gonna be honest. My notes are are very short sure on this because I was just not into it, man. I yeah. watched it. I mean, yeah, yeah, I really it didn't was- like this match. It was uh it was almost hard to watch man it just wasn't it it was kind of chaos and all over the place and really yeah. hard to follow and yeah. you kind of broke it down in better terms than just hard to follow you you kind of did a good job there, so I won't go much into it. Why it was so hard to follow that, you know, it was like tornado, and then went back. So, you know, you did a good job there. It makes sense, yeah. Uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm almost to an F on it. And I feel bad giving Fs after Fs on this matchup, on this card, sorry. But um, for me, and my liking, it is an F, man. It was just kind of too all over the place. And... And just not not my style, so I'm gonna have to stick with that. I'm gonna have to stick. To, I'm gonna stick with the F. Um, and uh, you know I've been hating yeah, on. Fair. I think fair. that's two Fs in a row. Once for uh, WWE just now, and then once for ECW. So I'm on an F roll. W- maybe I'll give another F on this next match.
0: I don't think so, man. I don't think so. At least I would hope not, or else we're just gonna have to like really have a serious <laughs> talk about our comparisons we'll see. here, but. All right, so uh, match number seven here on the card on Crown Jewel, it's Team Flair versus Team Hogan. We have Orton, Nakamura, Lashley, Corbin, and McIntyre against Ricochet, Rusev, Shorty G, or Chad Gable, uh, Ali, and Roman. Um, yeah, this match, is a, it's, it's a lot of people, um, and you know how I normally feel about 10-man tags. We just covered one in the Canadian Stampede. Uh, but yeah, let's just dive right in here, man. I feel like Nakamura and Gable had a pretty decent exchange to open up. Uh, and Ali seemed like he took a solid amount of the heat for this match. Uh, and then Ricochet kind of did, you know, it played his part taking some heat as well. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I, I, surprisingly I thought this match was booked really well. I mean, the actual booking of the match, the spots that they had with the guys that they, the combination of guys they had in there, the fact that it didn't turn into chaos, which it tends to a lot, especially in current, current times. Um, I mean, I even thought the Corbin spots were pretty good. Uh, the, the crowd was, was super hot for the Roman hot tag. That really helps too. Um, they may have even been hotter for Rusev, which is awesome. Uh, it's just weird. It's actually pretty weird how much I enjoyed this whole show and this match in particular. Um, it just goes to show you how much crowd participation matters in the home television product, too. Uh, and like, as far as how we digest it. Um, but yeah, man, I actually thought this match, bell to bell, was better than the Canadian Stampede 10-man match. Um, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, you know, Reigns hit the spear for the finish on Orton, and I really liked it. I thought it was a solid B match. Uh, I don't feel feel like it's possible for any anything over really a, like a... A regular tag match. Like, I don't even think it's possible for a six-man tag to get more than a B from me. Uh, but this is about as high as I'm ever going to give a 10-man tag. I'm giving it a solid B. Three stars for me. What did you think about uh, Team Flair versus Team Hogan here?
1: Man, that's, that's my, my first couple of notes are, you know, what can you say on a five-on-five match? They, you know, they usually are what they are. Um, and they're really hard to pull off and even some of the the more notable ones are are, are kind of rough but i did think they definitely surprisingly with orton in there you know some of the guys like corbin and lashley yeah. i mean yeah uh, man, that's, that's exactly
0: what i'm saying i, I feel I, really surprised. It's like weird
1: yeah it was it was very surprising now yes you have uh reigns Pretty much the whole team of Reigns, Rusev, Ricochet, and Shorty G, which is one of the worst names uh, of all time, and, and Ali, all, all of them, all five the of them, Here might be
0: worse than the name though with the basketball uniforms. Oh. Yeah,
1: yeah, all of them are top notch, and I would expect it. But on the other team, you have Orton, Corbin, and Lashley. You know, Shinsuke and McIntyre I think are great, but you know, I I just I wasn't expecting. That much coming from this, but um they did I love seeing Jimmy Hart on the outside. Yeah. Um, man, they should hire him full time, get him back on the road, let him be somebody's manager. Bring back managers, but man. But he's Hogan's like
0: real life manager, like his body well, job. Like he legit does like all of Hogan's bookings. He's like an actual it. manager.
1: I get it, but he can have two jobs. And even yeah, not not true. just him. Not just him. Bring back managers, make make news managers, bring back the we have all these old managers that we have just sitting at home. Bring them back, the ones that are still alive. Obviously. Hey, I'm with
0: you, bro. I'm with you. I
1: love it. I love it, man. I saw him just running around the outside, and and it, even today, it felt good. It was like, hey, we need that, man. Um, it was it was a good taxi match, man. The finish was great too, dude. Um, it, RKO to Reigns, and you think RK, you think Randy's gonna win it, but Reigns kicks out a fa- great false finish. And then of course after that we get the spear by Reigns and then Team Hogan wins and who do you think? Of course Team Hogan wins. Of course we're gonna get Team Hogan winning. So yeah. it was just it all made sense. It was all great. It was and then another thing this match that tag team turmoil match a great creative way to get all these people on the card. You know this is a WrestleMania style card just like WrestleMania they're trying to also they're trying to culminate the year but also make everybody involved. This is a little bit different because we're not, you know, it's not a culmination of the whole year, but they're still trying to get everybody involved on this super. It is a super show, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so this is obvious, uh, obviously a great way to get, you know, it's a 10 man tag team, but then the tag team match that we had earlier, you have all those people on there. There was a battle, a dark match battle Royal. So it's a great way to get all them involved. And, and a and a high quality match. Uh, it's just smart way to do it, and they did a good job. I gave it a B. I, I mean, they did a good job all around on booking everything all around on on that tag team matchup. Uh, yeah. Overall, ECW side though, uh, we might get a different story, and we might not. I think it's uh, Rhino. Uh, this this you know. This Rhyno is two RVD. guys we know. Rhino yeah. versus RVD. These are two WWE guys, uh, eventually. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of Rhino, the champion, versus uh, RVD?
0: Man, uh, it was a little more of
1: the same, but a little bit different because
0: of the caliber of guys you have doing it. I felt a lot—this one, to me, was very similar to the C.W. Anderson and uh, Steve Carino match, like— uh, I enjoyed the match for the high spots, but the lack of storyline was kind of obvious. Um, you know, the, the athleticism was great and they did build suspense towards the finish, but it felt like the finish was put pretty anticlimactic. It was almost like the interference was the finish, because by the time he like gave RVD the gore through the table and then hit that last pile driver, it just wasn't like that was even unnecessary. You should have just pinned him. You know what I mean like it was it, it was it was just there were there were a lot of things that were hits in this match but there were a lot of things that were misses so for me I gave it a C minus uh it wasn't great it wasn't it wasn't awful uh, I mean the work was the, the work rate was good um but yeah it was a C
1: minus for me what what about you with for Rhino and RBD Man I will say um, surprisingly I liked it a little bit more honestly I liked I oh, kind of wow. liked it I was Maybe I was around like a C C plus on it. I I liked I liked the uh, the kind of you know the story they did with it, and I feel like they did it in a better way than most of these ECW matches. Maybe it's because I sat through a lot of the a lot of those other ones, but this one seemed to feel like it made a little bit more sense and felt more stable. Let's say that this felt like a more stable match.
0: Sure. Yeah. Um,
1: so I was giving it I, – I, I lean towards the C-plus on this one. Um, But, yeah, that's really all I – yeah, not much more to add to it than what you said on that one. Um, well, here
0: we go here, man. Here we are. we are. We're at the end of pretty much the shows. We have two main events are we? left. Oh we're at the end of the shows, dude. We're at the end of the shows. We've really been trucking along through these. Oh. Um. So we have we have two main events here. Um. Since you got to pick oh. last time – i am going to pick this time all right so we're gonna go ahead and just keep it on ECW. we're gonna go ahead and cover just incredible versus jerry lynn for the ecw world championship uh oh, now, yeah can i just all okay, right so i'll just go ahead and say that like the post-match after the rvd and rhino thing with bill alfonso like selling the van Daminator took way too long like it really Jeez. dragged down, like the momentum Brother. of the show. Like they did, like highlight package, recovering it for a solid like ten minutes. I'm sure that's yeah. exaggerating, but it was at least five minutes. Like no bullshit, at least five minutes of just post match nothingness. Yeah. Um, and that's you know that's even if if, the, if I'm being gracious, five minutes. Um, but yeah, but then the match finally happens. It's just incredible versus Jerry Lynn. Uh, now, dude, no matter which way you lean it, for me, this is match of the night. Um. Significantly more storytelling and psychology in this match. Even the outside brawling felt more emotional. Like they were taking their time with it, and it wasn't um, it wasn't just outside to get the crowd to pop, just to get the crowd to pop. You know what I mean? It looked like they were just legitimately brawling. It, it, it you know it helped me suspend my disbelief a little bit. I really got wrapped up into this one. Uh, it, you know, it really just felt like there was something at stake. Like they both really wanted to be champ. Uh, there was good selling between spots, too. They let the spots breathe. They let the crowd really be involved. Now, the mid-match uh, Just Incredible promo, like when he picked up the mic like he was The Rock and tried to talk to the crowd in the middle of the match. Dude, you're not The Rock. Your promos aren't that strong. That was a bad idea. That really kind of hurt hurt it a little bit to me. The, and the table spot in the middle kind of seemed like unnecessary, where he just had the table set up, and he just like almost did like the flare bump at the top, like the gorilla press through the table. Uh-huh. It was like... It just didn't really make like I'm. I mean, the crowd popped for it, and it wasn't. It didn't. It didn't hurt the match. It was just like it, it was just unnecessary. Like it didn't. It didn't take it away. It, that's just me being nitpicky. It didn't hurt the match right. by any means. I mean, it's ECW. It didn't really hurt the match, but it just at this point in the show, a table bump is not special, and so that's why it didn't really matter to me. Uh, but the false finishes were really good. The crowd was really there for them, and so was I. Um, again, I I did watch ECW, but by 2000, I was full on the, just the WWE train. I don't even think I was really watching WCW much in 2000 either. Hey, now I was just all, was just all on the WC or on the WWE train at that point. Um, but yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed the false finishes here. I thought the finishing sequence was really good. Jerry Lynn is also one of my favorite people, like as a person and as a wrestler, I've had the pleasure when I was t- trying and pretending my best to be an indie wrestler back in like 2004, 2005, I wrestled in Columbia, Tennessee. He was wrestling for TNA and he would come up there and do shots uh i I had the pleasure of talking to him several times he's actually told me that great guy dude amazing guy like guy really great guy i don't i didn't remember him even winning the acw title so when this happened i legit popped when he actually got the three i was like oh wow like i was like i didn't know he was ever the world champ anywhere i just didn't know that so i was like whoa yes like dude that's awesome like I love being able to see him win the ECW title. It like, genuinely made my heart happy. So just for that and my own personal bias, my, I realize this is me being nostalgic and personal bias. I gave the match a B B+, because, dude, Jerry Lynn won the world title, and I got to see it for the first time. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that a lot. What did you think about Jerry Lynn versus Justin Credible here?
1: Man, I, I'm going to say this, and this is no disrespect to Jerry, because I can't be – I wasn't pleasantly surprised by Jerry, because I know Jerry's great and i've seen jerry be great um i've seen jerry be great and live and in person all the way up to last year he's still great i mean he's just a great uh guy but he's a great wrestler and i saw him being great back then and and before and before and after and he's great but what i do want to say is is just incredible um I, I've never been a big Justin Credible fan, but in this match, he was pretty good, man. I will say yeah. Justin Credible pulled his weight in this match. He Definitely. did a great job of, uh, of, you know, pulling off the character he was trying to be and, and adding to the match and the way he was supposed to add to the match and, and just adding to the story of the match that they were trying to tell and in, in the ring. Um, I won't add too much more than what you said because you pretty much covered it all, but I did feel like it went a little bit long, and that's our T-shirt. You know, it yeah. almost went 20 minutes. It went 19 and 36 seconds. Um, but man, it was still good. I don't know. What did you say? You gave it a B plus? Yeah, I gave it a B plus. Man, I I generously gave it a B minus, and we're not that far we're off. We're not that far off. So, um. You were saying you gave it that because you're you were hyping it up with this Jerry, but I mean I think you're right on it, man. I think you're I I think we're there. I, I think yeah, no, was. no, I, I didn't mean that. I was pleasantly surprised that Jerry Lynn was no, I, know, I no, I'm, no, like, I'm not like, saying like that. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. i just mean. I think you were you were kind of saying you're a big Jerry Lynn fan, so maybe yeah. you gave a little bit more. I'm oh, saying yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we're we're both not. I, where I wasn't surprised. We're not that just, far off, so I'm only giving right. it a
0: little bit extra because I'm biased, maybe. A bit. That's it.
1: Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. But, but no. dude,
0: you know what? You know what? Here's a, here's a match that I'm not gonna give anything extra to, and I love both of these guys. Let's Can go I- ahead and do it, man. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and let you take the reins. Absolutely, it's Seth Rollins versus The Fiend, KG Cass. Just lay it on me, bro.
1: Okay, I kind of I'm really excited to hear what you have to say about this, but um, man. I, it's like my first thought was I have to watch this match again. And then the lights went out and it was red again. And I was like, Kill Oh me God, the red lighting, dude. I was like, why oh, are, they, are they joking? Get your shit I thought, together. Yeah. I thought for a second, the light, they're going to, there was a joke. I thought it was a joke. The lights are going to go red and then they're going to be like, ha And they're going to fade them back up. But the lights stayed red. And man, dude, I mean, There was a real, I mean, I guess like whenever he like pushed Rollins off through the table, that spot was like for some reason that hit really hard for me. Rollins was up on the on the turnbuckle and it it was a table he had set up. That was kind of cool. Um, there was before that though. I'm sorry, I, I skipped the note. Before that, I kept seeing missteps. I don't know what it is between Rollins and Bray Wyatt. Both people I've seen do like A plus matches, but they are like two guys together that just don't have the chemistry or something. They're both yeah. misstepping in the ring, dude. Maybe it's because the lights aren't on. Turn yeah. the lights on. Yeah, dude. It's Maybe insane. They it. And I can't see the match. I honestly kept looking at the dude, screen yeah. with my oh, eyes yeah. splinted because I couldn't see the match.
0: Dude, okay, legit story. I, I was it. watching it on the TV, and so, like, I couldn't deal – so I could, because I was like, man, I just I can't see anything. I tried turning all the lights off, and it still didn't happen. So I literally had to finish the match on my iPad with it like two inches away from my face. Right. Like just so I could try to like make out what was happening. That's what is That's that? unacceptable. It's so so what are stupid. They
1: thinking? And then they've already done it before. This is. And not it was the- a it was a mistake then. It was a mistake twenty that's years ago. That's what everybody's been talking about. What are they doing? Yeah. oh, 20 – Yeah. with the. With, but what are they what is Why? going on? Yeah, dude. Why?
0: Okay. I blame so, Bruce for this one.
1: I don't let's not blame him. He was probably he probably had all the good ideas, all right? It's probably Dave Meltzer's fault. Let's just blame him. Um <laughs> So then, you know, they go to the outside. They go all the way up the ramp and dude, let's just cut to the chase. Let's cut to this, dude. So at first, the commentary saying, "Oh my god, 7 Seven curb stomps. Seth has done seven curb stomps. No, wait. He does an eighth. Not only That's does he do much. an eighth. You're he, burying that finish, man. He tunes up the band like he's Shawn Michaels. and then gives an eighth curb, curb stomp. And and then not only does he tune up the band and do a curb stomp, he also does a super kick, burying that. He says, let's not just bury the curb stomp. Let's bury the super kick while we're at it.
0: Well, the Young Boom. Bucks have been doing that for years.
1: Yeah, that's true. Boom. Well, everybody and their mom has been burying the super kick. but So, boom, super kick. Doesn't do anything. Another super kick. Bray Wyatt falls off the stage. There's not only sparks, but a fire. It looks like a Vietnam movie when they're dropping bombs over Vietnam. There's sparks coming up. There's fire coming up. Seth goes over to look, and what happens? Sparks fly in his face, which are enough to knock him out for the show. He's done, he's holding his eyes, and who raises rises up like Michael Myers himself? It's Bray Wyatt. He is like, he's Jason Voorhees, he's Michael Myers, he's Leatherface, he is a monster that cannot be beaten. The only thing is, I don't think he's even six foot tall and he's kinda chubby, so it's kinda weird. Why not do this character with Braun Strowman? I don't know, but let's no, move on. No, he's definitely six feet tall. So, Anyway, he doesn't look the part. So he's just he's just some monster. I think he looks a, the part. I don't think that's the issue at all. I think th- it is. And so Bray pops up right away after dude's sparked in the face. Just he has no sold everything for 15 pay-per-views in a row now. And he gets the mandible claw, and that's it. I give this match again for the second time for Bray, Wyatt, and Seth Rollins and F. Daniel. Yeah, I mean. Take
0: it away. I mean, yeah. I mean, I gave it an F. I mean, what, it was a terrible match. I mean, dude, Why? This all the red lighting is just awful. You gotta stop doing that. I, I mean, I just don't understand. Like, they gotta listen, dude. Please stop doing that. Please, God, stop doing that. Like, it's not good, dude. It's I can't. It's not like, like
1: Mark saying like, hey guys, we don't like when you make that person lose. Like, no, we're being like, hey, guys, this is serious. No,
0: yeah, this is a serious thing. It's like, just, this is yeah. like, I'm not shitting you. Like, if they keep doing this, I will not watch these I matches. And we'll just exclu- – we will literally exclude the matches from, like, our I can't reviews. I can see – I literally
1: see it. I don't have that many notes. I didn't see it. I didn't see the match. Yeah. I don't know what happened.
0: Yeah, and, 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 and then they even, like, going outside of the crowd, too, it's like, why would you keep – how does that – light? I don't – why? Why? What is happening? Like, it's – dude, like – Without the red lights, this match probably would have been significantly better. Significantly better. Like Sadly, that's true. You know what Why? I mean? Like without these lights, it would have been significantly better. And the more the match went on, the more I was annoyed by the lighting. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like if you're gonna do the red light thing, only do it for squashes. You know what I'm saying? Like have yeah. have, have give, give Bray like uh, like like a cane style thing where he just comes out, he does a couple moves. Boom, Sister Abigail, he gets the win on, I don't know, Cedric Alexander or, I don't know, I mean, you know, whoever, whoever, you know, Apollo Crews, whoever, like, you know, wh- right. whoever you want to put in that situation.
1: I um, got to correct, correct myself. I said Manible Claw for the win. He did do the Manible Claw, and then he did do a Sister Abigail to get the on win. On the concrete, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry.
0: Yeah, that, that is what happened. Uh, I mean, yeah, it was way too much time outside of the ring. The lighting was just so garbage. Like, I cannot I cannot emphasize enough that the lighting is the... Hands down, the main reason why this this match suffered. Uh, it was the second worst match on the card behind Tyson Fury and Braun Strowman. Uh, but overall, yeah, man, it just it wasn't good at all. Um, yeah, I mean, the fiend he just hitting Sister Abigail on the concrete floor for the win. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was solid F for me. Yeah. Solid F. Uh, and the yeah, fact that the dude. whole
1: I don't like how big of a monster he is, dude. I I don't like. Oh, I don't that. like that. I mean, I don't I, I like don't, that. He's I don't like that. Much I don't like that monster. it's that
0: unstoppable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I feel like
1: that's crazy. That's yeah, more you got, than you Brock Lesnar.
0: Yeah, or yeah, it's more than Lesnar. It's more than like even like old school early Deadman Undertaker. Like, it's even more than that. And that's I'll, like you don't.
1: I, I don't think I've ever seen this. Like, I don't yeah. think this is like, it's like more than Andre the giant. Yeah. Andre it's too much. the giant it's got slammed by Hogan and laid I see down what they're
0: the trying console. to do, but it's too much. And I feel like if they keep doing it this way, it's going to play against them the same way they tried to push Roman in like 2015 and 2016. Like, it's just going to get to a point where it's way too overbearing and people, they're just going to kill the character. Uh, Cause the character is genius. It's an awesome character. But you, you're way overdoing it, dude. Like, you don't have to do that much because Bray Wyatt is good enough in the ring to where he doesn't – it doesn't have to he, – he can still take the bumps and make comebacks that are believable. It, you don't, it doesn't have to – I mean, a couple Michael, Michael Myers spots, that's fine. Like, three stomps, that's fine. That'd, that'd be enough. Seven, eight, nine, that's stupid. There's no yeah. point in doing that. You're only burying his finish at this point, and it's not like you're just done with Rollins. You know what I'm saying? Like – I don't even think this feud's over with. You know what I mean? Like I don't even think. Well, that was they're the not, end of the feud.
1: and they're not thinking of the future of Rollins. They're yeah. just yeah. thinking of the here and now. Always.
0: And, That's the problem but, with WWE today. Period. Yeah, yeah they're it's not always be- just this show, just this show, this then, show, this show. And and it's they like, act
1: like stuff never happened, and yes, it doesn't. Yes. And it's stupid. And Bray's character, his original dark character, was great. The whole sister Abigail thing from the get go, they had a chance to do to do it right then, and. I, they don't even need all this extra stuff. It was already good. Just do it right. I don't know. Yeah, it was good. I mean, I don't mind the fiend. I like I like the reinvention like, of the I fiend. like it too.
0: But yeah, I agree. I agree. But I, I do. I think I honestly think that the lighting is is going a long way in my oh. hatred for it. At least, uh, it was just unbearable, I could man.
1: I Not believe that that happened again. Like when the when it went off, I thought it was a joke. I really did.
0: I I, I don't know Dude, why. Okay, but. so so that being said, man, that being said, like so between these two shows. I hate to do this, guys. I really hate to do this. And this is not intentional. But when I average out these with the two duds that I had on ECW and the two pretty much duds that I had on WWE and my back and forth, uh, you know, like, it's, it's pretty damn close to a draw for me, buddy. It's pretty damn close. I mean, if I have to give an edge, it's maybe like half a star's worth at best. And that would probably be to Crown Jewel. I'll probably lean a little bit more in Crown Jewel. Um, but, but it's not, it's not, it's not that, it's not that close. Now that's, that's, that's honestly to say overall, I enjoyed crown jewel. I enjoyed the show. So like I enjoyed the ECW show. It was just all the good stuff was in the second half of the show for the most part. The first half of the show was real bad. Um, where are you at between these two breakdowns?
1: Man, I pretty much only liked like two matches from the ECW and yeah, there was some bad stuff from crown jewel, but I'm hands down on the crown jewel side um, uh, you know, I, I didn't love either one of these shows, but if I have to pick, it's easily gonna be Crown Jewel for me. So I, I gotta say, uh, WWE Crown Jewel 2019 for the win. But uh, all right, here we go, yeah. man.
0: Well, you know what? Today, today is. What is today? Today's is, well, okay, so we're Do filming. you
1: know what today is? Today is Today's the... my
0: birthday actually. My actual birthday is today. Is it really? Yeah, we God. recorded this show on my birthday just so you guys know. You know what? Hey, I, I gave up a family dinner to record this show.
1: Just Great. for our
0: avid listeners. Today's yeah, the seventh, man. Today today will be the seventh. So you guys will hear this on the seventh. We recorded this the Tuesday prior. Uh, this is a little, this a little peek behind the kayfabe curtain. Hey, but yeah! Guys. Today is today is the seventh. It was Crown Jewel 2019 versus ECW Anarchy Rules 2000. Whoa, buddy! But next week, next week we finally, finally get another AEW pay per view. It is AEW full gear, and we're gonna be comparing that. To uh, essentially, you know, I know some people hate this and some people love the comparison. But hey, dude, in 2019, right now, they might change it. But right now, AEW's a new WCW. For for better or worse, that's what they are. So we're going to throw it back to 99, a 20-year comparison. It's WCW Mayhem from 1999. I'm really, really excited to to, to jump into those shows. I feel like that one's going to be really, really fun. How pumped are you to do another AEW show, bro?
1: Like, I'm dead serious, dude. I think these AEW shows I joke and joke and talk about the best 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 but these AEW shows are the most fun for me I'm so hyped to talk about a new company a new rival and one that's actually uh, succeeding dude they're actually yeah. killing it and they got great yeah. new stars and they got old stars Darby Allen to Chris Jericho I love it I can't wait dude Cody Rhodes yeah,
0: yeah, Goldie Hawn
1: I hear you dude I, I hear
0: you I hear you. That's awesome. Get it. I'm super pumped about that one as well. The following week, it's going to be November the 21st, and that is going to be November's pop culture episode, boys and girls. We're going to wrap up this uh, this three-part series. This will be uh, the final movie in both of these trilogies. It's going to be Return of the Jedi versus Back to the Future Part of the old west.
1: The old uh, wild, wild west.
0: Yeah, man, Mad Dog Tannen against the mm-hmm. Ewoks. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a, a quite an interesting, interesting one there. How do you feel It'll about doing How do you feel it's about good. doing another little pop pop culture episode? I there, think
1: man? I think it's gonna get really heavy. I think it's yeah, gonna I get, do get too. really heavy. I feel like
0: I feel like we might actually get bloody in that one because I feel like me and me and you might go to blows over who yeah. wins that one, brother. But dude, it just keeps getting better. Our schedule just keeps getting better and better and better. On November the 28th. It is Survivor Series season. The last, our, our highest, our most downloaded episode is our SummerSlam versus NXT TakeOver when we had two modern-day WWE products going back-to-back. Back. We're hoping to do an even better job on this one, and I know yes. we will because these shows just keep getting better and better. So on November the 28th, we're going to be covering WWE Survivor Series 2019 against NXT's War Games 2019. Cass, I know that you've talked to me about how you don't really like the War Games, you know, like, match that much, or at least you didn't like them in the WCW shows. How do you feel about covering this one?
1: Man, I'm... I actually like the change of it. I'm actually, I get excited to see it, man. I mean, I may have not have liked the way they've done it before or some shows, but I actually get really excited. And I've actually gone on the network and like tried to find, you know, just the old war games it, matches. It's just a weird. fun concept. Yeah, 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 I like, yeah. It is. I like that yeah. weird stuff. And uh, Houston's done similar stuff. Uh, They're wrestling. Um, I like, I actually like that stuff. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing a, the change of pace and seeing a different way and, and the added stuff. Uh, I like it. I'm excited. Yeah, I think it's very yeah, exciting. Yeah.
0: It is exciting. It very. is exciting. We know how much you guys love us, just like putting uh, current stuff head to head. So that one's gonna be a good one. Be sure to circle your calendar. Oh, yeah.
1: The current stuff head to head. I think that's the best. Yeah, I can't wait for that. It's gonna be great. Gonna be great. And then that brings us to December 1st, Starcade on the WWE Network. It is WWE's Starcade. It's December 1st. It's going to be on the WWE Network. I feel like I can't say that. WWE Network. December 1st, Starcade. That's what we're doing. And we are going to put that up against NWA Starcade 84. It is a 35 year comparison. It is, it is the year Daniel was born, 1984. It shows you, God, how old is he? I mean, Daniel, you're so old. Daniel, uh, he can't say anything because he's so old. I mean, he's just, I, I can't believe how old this guy is. So, it is December 1st, WWE, Starcade. On the WWE Network versus NWA Starcade from 1984, which you can also catch on the network. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be great. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Please, please, please subscribe. Leave comments. Give your reviews. Tell your friends. Tell your grandparents. Tell your uncles. Tell your nieces. Tell everybody you know about this great, great podcast. And we thank you. Daniel. Peace.